Welcome to Watch Over, a podcast devoted to all things Arrow and Elicity. Featuring myself, Jen, aka J Buffy Angel, and me, Kelly, aka Callista Wolf. Be aware we do discuss spoilers and swear now and then, but we will always have fun and you will too. Not much. What about you? Oh my gosh, I'm so tired. Is it sad that I'm looking forward to procedure day so I can sleep? (laughs) Whatever works, babe. (laughs) Like whatever turns you crank, Jen. (laughs) Like working basically forty hour weeks in four days. You think like because you're having a medical thing done, like your employer would back off what you have to do, but. No, that's not that's not how that seems they to be going. They seem to be piling on more. Bottom <laughs> line, I'm so tired. I'm gonna go bed. Yeah. <laughs> Capitalism, yay! <laughs> more work, more work. I know it's ridiculous. Oh, what's new with you? Let me see. Nothing. Um, I, I feel really boring right now. I went to the dentist this morning. That's very exciting. No, it's Any not. cavities? No. I, although I did chip like a previous filling. So oh. like the dentist is like, huh, didn't I do this filling? And the, and the gal looks and she's like, yeah, you did that like nine months ago. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, it's chipped. I guess I get to do it again. So, Yeah, I'm doing like a fake tooth and my brother-in-law for basically like literally pretty much when I met him he was in dental school and I swear to god he looked at my teeth and he was like is that a fake tooth and I'm like yeah he's like I could do it better you want me to remake it for you and I was like no because it was fine (laughs) but after 20 years I finally decided to cave and so he's remaking it for me but it's the doing all of these like procedures and like trying to schedule a time in which I can come in that's not over the work day because my work day is crazy. Because remember how I said I was doing 40 hours in 10, 10 and 40 hours in four days, 10 hour days or more. I did a 14 hour day yesterday. That's some bullshit. So, I know. I'm like, Nick is like, Nick was so funny. He's like, I want you to compliment me on how controlled I've been about not bitching about the amount of hours that you're working. He sent my mom to go. I mean- like last weekend, because he was taking Lauren to her little dance thing in Chicago, uh, my mommy came to stay to make sure I was taken care of and to make sure I didn't work. <laughs> That's sad, Jennifer. I know, I didn't be supervised. <laughs> That's what I'm like, yeah, it's nothing to do. I'll just do some work. Nick's like, no work. No work for you. Ooh, I finished the second season of um, New Amsterdam. What'd you think? Um, it was kind of like all over the place a little bit because I feel like the episodes got out of order because of COVID. Yeah, that's the the end of season two was very strange. It was chaotic. It felt chaotic because you you could tell that they had to stop filming because of COVID. Right, and like 
Ryan's hair on like I, very I special message. What is going, like, dude? Like I realized it was a pandemic, but like honestly, man, get control. My my boy, what's going on with the hair? It was problematic. <laughs> I mean, I have to say, so I got to the part that you said, like, hey, this is gonna drive you crazy. Is when they were planning each other's funerals. I told you. Yeah, I was like, like, this is ridiculous. I'm sorry. I was like, this is patently ridiculous right now. Really? They're both pine trees. It was. I was like, oh, come on. Why? Yeah. (laughs) And then, like, there was a whole thing about how he favors her and it was very laden and intense. I do. Do favor you. Favor you. It's like, okay. Like, the man has no control over his emotions. I don't understand how she's confused about how like, he feels. I don't even understand how they're doing relationship drama now because clearly they've been married since season one. Right. I just don't understand how the fuck do we get three seasons of them not being together when this is the shit. I like, mean, the only, arrow... I feel like the only reason is COVID. Like, okay. that kind of put, it, put the fair, on. Fair. I appreciate that Arrow was like, listen, the chemistry, ridiculous. We're just going to, like... Just hit the start engine in season two and ramp you up. And we're like, going to lean into it. Yeah, we're just going to. And then, like, three, season three is full on romance. They, were yeah. not, they weren't playing around. They were yeah. like, we can't keep control of this Correct. rocket ship of. Which is combustion. the right reaction to, to have. Right. I feel like this whole process of pretending like they're not a thing when they are a thing, we may have pushed it a season too far. <laughs> I'm like, are you actually for real right now? And here's the other thing that's kind of like, okay. You want to know what I think? You want to know what I think about the wedding ring? You want to know what I think about the wedding ring? Because there was a moment in two, or maybe it's three, I don't know, where he's like, I can't remember what they're arguing about. And she was he like, wanted I- to know why she gave up her oncology to to. The oh, evil, to the chick. wicked bitch yeah, of the West. Yeah, to the wicked witch of the West who's <laughs> uh, falsifying uh, trials. Yeah. So, yeah, like, I did it for you. You know, she she did it for him. And so, like, he clearly wanted to kiss her. Oh, clearly. I thought he was gonna. I was like, didn't their first kiss happen this season? And so then I, or next season? So I was like, he, like, there was a major step. Major. Okay? It was really, like, I really felt we were going to the, you know, he did the 90. He, like, did 80, and I was waiting for him to do the next 90 so then she could go 10. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was just, like, waiting for that percentage he, thing to There was out. no visible looking at lips happening. There was a lot of looking at lips. And I'm like, do it, do it, do it. And she was, like, holding her breath, still hopeful. This is the moment he's going to kiss me. And then he twiddles with the fucking ring. And so you know what I think is the deal with the ring? I don't think he actually is wearing the ring because he's still in love with Georgia. What I think is going on is a massive amount of guilt because Correct. he pretty much had an emotional affair going on with 100%. Helen. 100%. And so now he feels like he can't be with Helen because he pretty much cheated on his wife while he was mooning over her. Or at least, like, maybe he didn't do it physically. Maybe he hasn't, like, put it out there, like, point blank. I one hundred ten percent agree. There were lines and they were fuzzy. You know what I mean? They I one hundred ten percent agree. So it we're was, fiddling with the guilt. fucking ring, not because we feel like, oh, I'm still madly in love with my wife and I'm not ready to move on. I don't think that's it at all. Like sure. I was like with the chick that he slept with on the floor. There was like floor sex with the chick. 
with the other McWidow. Yeah, that was the pretending Right. Thing. Did you know? Oh, you probably didn't notice. So that actress is the wife of Stephen Amell's wife. I saw your wrestling. tweet about I that. I was like, why the fuck does this man follow me wherever I go? It's not me, guys. It's not me. I try to, I try to rid myself of him. He follows me and his nonsense. Oh, boy. I'm like, will I never be free of him? Well, I'll, I will tell you this much. The finale of season three deals specifically with the ring. Interesting. Okay, good. Because I'm ready to check that. Because I'm like, were we really, were we really married? No. Like, no, they were basically it's, separated it's totally when the 110% show. It's 110% his guilt. Well, it's like, they were basically separated before. Nobody can convince me took, otherwise. Like, they were separated when he took the job. So there was that. He basically chose work over anything related to Georgia. Then he completely is crushing on Helen, probably in love with her within three seconds of meeting he her. He did say, I like her right mm-hmm. after meeting her. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Let's get specific about what you like. I'm not saying that Matt, like, or that Max, like, cheated, like, no. strictly cheated. I'm saying that there were lines and they were blurred. And he so, knows what he felt. He knows he what knows... he thought and what he was feeling. And now right. that Georgia got plastered across the windshield, and I will say this. he's feeling a little guilty. I will say this. Also about the finale of season three. Mm-hmm. There's things that are said by him that you're like, I'm gonna need some confirmation of dates. So. Yeah, could we clear? Like, I want specifics. I want episode <laughs> numbers, and then I want the, mi- the minute and second. Because by my reckoning, it's been since you met her and you were married. So yeah, I just so like, know. like, don't do the thing that my sister's ex-husband did. Like, they put up a established in 2015, which was clearly past the time he was married to my sister. And I'm like, oh, so we're just lying about the cheating then. Cool. Got it. So we're just, we're just going to play with dates. Awesome. Excellent. Nicely done. Like, don't do that, Max. That's not cool. Just be honest. I'd like to have specific episodes, like maybe 101. Yeah, I, I, I want to know some details. Here, I feel like 101 would be a good place to start. If you just say pilot, I feel like you're living in your truth, sir. Otherwise, you just lie to yourself. <laughs> So, yeah. So, I'm a little, like, also, though, the, uh, what's his name? What's his name? Our boyfriend from The Lost. Mm. His, uh, Daniel Day Kim, he, yeah. uh, the guy's name is Cassian. Yes. He is also part of the reason why nothing happens with Max and her for a while. And okay. Max's reaction is to them dating. And then Max's reaction when he learns they are no longer Not dating. dating are uh, excellent. Priceless. Okay. Priceless. So I feel... I feel like, because it got mixed up in the pandemic, so I missed his introductory episode, and I feel like they haven't aired it yet, but then no, also, like, all of a sudden, they're, like, just together. Like, well, okay. that's what they showed at the beginning of the episode, when uh-huh. when when he introduced, and he talked about, like, we have to show you how he was introduced. Oh, like, when you okay. first saw him, that was his part that's from it. his first episode. That's it. That's what we're going to get. Okay. Well, because yeah. then he got sick, so they probably couldn't really do... And, like, he's in season three for a while. Okay. So, so yeah, they're in bed together. Right now I'm at the part in season three where she gets the emergency call from her family, but she's not sharing what it's about. She's just trying to get a plane. Yeah. 
I think it's like episode three. And then the other dude. Season, the beginning of season three was a lot. Well, I feel like there's like just a lot that's getting breezed over. Like, okay, heart surgeon guy comes back from California. And I guess like the, the literal breakup with the fiance was like, okay, let's go home. And she's like, oh, I think you already are. Is that all we get? And then he's just back. Taking I mean, care of his basically, mother. yeah. Wow. Okay. And then I'm a little confused about Dr. Uh, uh, Kapoor. Kapoor. Right, whatever. So, like, now, like, he woke up from COVID and then he, like, disappeared. And then in this episode, they're trying to hire, like, quit is essentially his intern to, like, run the department. Well, okay. So you saw, like, he almost died in the second episode, which, right. Let me and talk then the about, baby was born. Let me talk about my tears. Because so I thought he was dying. I thought he was going to die. I was, I was deeply upset because Kapoor is one of my favorites. And, I know, and like he's had a granddaughter. He can't die. And so he did not die. But okay. what happened is they said that they say in the show that he decided he wanted to stay home and spend time with his, his grandchild. Okay. Which but that makes sense. In reality, the actor's wife was diagnosed with cancer. Oh, no. Really bad. Oh. And he wanted to stay with her. Yeah. That's an excellent so, reason to want just, to be home. Sad. Oh, that's so terrible. He oh, breaks my man. heart, man. Well, I like that they didn't kill him because if she gets better, then that leaves the door yeah. open for him to come back. Okay. That, may, that explains a lot. I might have missed the part where they said that he decided to stay home it was it was like a a phone call with the gal shit i forget her name the one that was staying with kapoor oh okay i you know and she called izzy and told him okay and it was like a zoom call type thing okay now we need to move on to him because yeah he's a whole fucking pain (sighs) he's just a fucking lot can we talk about the incest situation? Can we just spend some time on that episode? I'd really rather not talk about the West Allen episode. the motherfuck was that episode about? I'm like, because Iggy is like, you know what? As long as you don't have bi- biological children, you two are cool. And he's all in favor of them getting back together. Now, listen, you guys. I, granted me, I don't know. if I, I don't know if I'm an evolved person. I feel like I'm pretty evolved. But you know what I just can't get behind? Incest. Incest. It's not it was, like, oh, it was a go, pretty. It, I feel like they left a lot of the audience behind on that episode. I was like, are we doing this right now? Is this like, listen, I get that Iggy kind of has this whole, I just have to help people and whatever is going to make them. Iggy is, is, is one of those ones that he's so open-minded. He's in danger of his brain spilling. There you go. It's like, you know what, Iggy? <laughs> it's okay to say to people sometimes, you know, not such a great choice. I was personally on the 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 girl's side. She was like, yeah, so he's my brother, so I think I'm not going to marry him. And I was like, I and I feel like they really emotionally manipulated her into getting comfortable with making up with her brother again. It was, like, shady. I just thought like it was I, I, I will be honest. I kind of checked out from <sighs> those scenes. Oh, my God. I could see where 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 it was going and I was like I just I don't want to have anything to do the with internal this. screaming that was happening in my body while I remained frozen and locked eyes locked on the screen I was like is this show actually saying incest is cool 
okay. So there was that. <laughs> yeah, it was. So I am like, I do not. And like, now I feel like I'm armed with specific character issues in which I don't have to like this guy because <laughs> he's kind of annoying. And then the other issue, he's occasionally funny, but he's mostly annoying. And then, like, their other issue is, like, he's having a complete meltdown over his, I guess now he has an eating disorder, which, cool. But, like, I just got, yeah, I'm like, okay. It just feels, it just feels like we're looking for stuff to give Iggy. Because, you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like, oh, and then I was watching the COVID episode where he's harping on the parents who are, like, not letting their not able to be immunized daughter go out and about and they're like well is it safe he's like oh it's safe as it can be which is translation when this was being filmed no it wasn't safe the parents were completely well within their rights so I just didn't like I mean yeah they came up with like I understand the whole point was that they were trying to highlight that the um, there's emotional cost to quarantining the girl was going through severe depression and potentially was gonna be suicidal I'm with you but I feel like there were other ways of like promoting social interaction rather than taking her into like the city to get together with a bunch of kids at a hospital. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I agree. I was like, okay, show. So there was that. And then are we ever going to talk about the fact that Max spends money? Like it's going out of style. Like he spends so much money at this hospital. I feel like, like, every week they're like, oh, no, we're going broke. Max, that's, I feel going. like right now in season four, that's being addressed hard. Okay, because I'm just like, okay, this guy spends money like it's going out of style. Like, I'm like, they actually are a public hospital, but they actually do need to, like, pay the bills and be profitable in order to stay open. And, like, they did the whole episode where it was, like, the soldier guy came back and you need to get rid of $2 million. And he's literally shipping patients to Mexico and guess what Cal that didn't work out so great because Mexico really wasn't equipped to handle all of the emergency like duh so I just can't handle some of the problem solving solutions that Max employs I'm just like man I'm gonna be honest about something with regards to New Amsterdam lay, lay it on me I don't really think too much about what else is going on i feel like that's where i need to go because i'm like, just like because like it's i i decided while i was binging i was like i am not going to get into another otp shipping situation i'm not gonna do that it's just too exacting because like here's the deal like one and, I, episode... and i'm not gonna get obsessed about another right because i'm like i can only care my heart can only give so much this is like watching this is like watching while i work show and so I pause for the sharp one scenes and then I just let the other stuff go in the background. So these Exactly. I let the me. other stuff go and I pay and then, like a Right. Half and then I talk about it with you. Sense. But I'm like, I'm just like, I'm still getting a feel for it. I'm like, so this is the thing. And basically what you're saying is this is the thing. Like, like he decides we're gonna get rid of the opioid e- epidemic through one hospital. I'm like, that's not possible. Okay, then, go ahead, dude. And then the next episode, <laughs> they're like all mad at him because you got rid of opi- opioids. It's like Which which <laughs> we should do a poll. <laughs> which is better? Max solving the opioid epidemic or Oliver Queen solving gun control? I feel like <laughs> still the opi- opioid epidemic 
was handled better. Oh, 100%. Then but I'm God some awful gun control might control actually think that gun control was done better. I don't um, know. I'm you not mean Oliver's it. super secret plan to solve gun control that nobody can know? Yeah. Okay. That was wonderful. <laughs> we came to a solution. What is it? No one will no, ever No, we can't talk about it. Can't talk about it. It's top secret. Okay. You realize that Star City is a fictional town, right? No, no, no. Can't talk about it. Uh, Exhaust me. We're back. We're back. Um, yeah, so I feel like I'm just going to have to, like, put New Amsterdam in this little bucket of, like, it's 80% nonsense and then, like, 20% amazing sharp win and call it a, call it a day. Yeah, like, I... I don't really care about the other I'm not couples. invested enough. I'm just kind of like, I don't this is what they're actually doing. And then it's like, yep. And it's just like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, I don't care about Floyd. I don't care about Bloom. I don't care about Iggy. Yeah, I, like, I would say I really am not. The only one that I was moderately invested in was Dr. Kapoor. I know. Same here. And then Kapoor left. And I was like, I feel like my heart went with him, you know? Bloom is my Laurel Lance. Don't like her. I have a hard time with Bloom. I'm trying to like her, and I, I, it's. She's the Laurel Lance because you feel like you should like her, but you don't. I don't. Yep. That is the very definition of Laurel Lance. So. I wish I liked her better. I made my peace with it, and I've moved on. The woman opens her mouth, and I just am like, it's like nails on a chalkboard, and she kind of looks a little bit like Katie Cassidy. (laughs) It's like not really. If you squint. it's it's brunette white girl who is pain in my ass. That's like the definition of the Laurel Lance. So, yeah. And then what else? I'm waiting for the parent thing to blow up with Max because clearly there's going to be a custody battle because he chucked his kid to his wife's parents. By the way, are we going to get into where Max's parents are at any point in time? Not so far. Okay. Good to know. Um, so and yes, the thing with, with, with her parents does come to a head in season Oh, three. it's got to. Because, like, yeah. now they're being all super nice to him. And I'm like, yeah, we'll see how long this goes. Oh, can I just say, okay, I know he's a new time father. Like, he's a new father. Okay. But I feel like missing the first birthday is a little excessive. Like. But that, but that was, like, you could take the, like, you could actually take the day off. But I'm not, ju- not going to judge him for it. It was a pandemic. He was committed. I appreciate him saving lives. I just kind of was like, you know, maybe that specific event we could like, I don't know, take a day off and like go see our kid. But that's neither here nor there. Well, or maybe it wasn't safe because he was exposed to COVID and he couldn't see her for two weeks. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like there was a solution in which Max was there for Luna's first birthday. The upside is Luna's not going to remember her first birthday. So who cares? But when he shows up at the parents' house and she's like, he's like, Luna, daddy's here. And she's totally preoccupied with the toy. And is just playing with a toy. And he's crushed. Like, that's just it's, kids. That's just kids, man. Like, this means it's, she It's not because you. you've been away for months. It's she's got a piano. She's and, a kid. Right. Yeah, she's just a kid. And, like, and like every all the grandparents who have been through this before and should know better, they were like, oh, they were, it's like all these shady looks. And they're like, oh, she doesn't know him anymore. She should live with us. I'm like, she's one. <laughs> I feel like people who aren't parents yet would watch that. And just and be, be horrified. Like, they they didn't internalize that. Oh my God! If kid ignores you, kid does not re- remember you anymore. No. And then, like they do become parents, right? And they're going to realize they're like, their kid they ignores ignore them. 
90 percent of the time especially when they get to be teenagers fuck if my kid i mean my kid can ignore me on a, like when nothing's going on hell if she's got a toy in front of her so yeah i'm like i used to get like all stressed about that but like no it's not real they're just a kid playing with shit so if you want your kid to maybe be focused on your arrival don't give them shit to play with that's a key part of it <laughs> but also don't stress about it man she's one She's not going to even remember any of this. Like, that's the thing. Oh, Max is all crushed and Luna's not remembering me. Luna, none of these memories that you are in the share time with, is she going to recall this? So it's like, no. for her, it's nothing. Like, she's not going to remember COVID. She's not going to remember being at grandma and grandpa's house. Like, it's cool that everybody else has these memories, but it doesn't impact the kid. Anyways, yeah, that was my goofy. little parent. I'm sending my parenting advice out into the ether to Max Goodwin. Oh, he needs about. so much help. The boy, I just watched Tuesday's episode today. And yeah, I'm like, behind. I've decided to stop watching until I finish season three and then smart. I'll do a quick catch up. Yeah. Because I feel like I'm at the point now where I'm like, oh, so here's where all these new characters come in and it makes more sense. So I'm just waiting. Like, I saw them have sex. I'm good now. Like, now I can just kind of like wait until <laughs> I'm caught up. I just didn't want to miss the pilot or the premiere because I was like, oh, it's going to be gonna be lit and it was it was lit did you see uh there was some arrow shenanigans happening and they were funny (laughs) i'm trying to think is this when we did the the anniversary of arrow's first airing and then like yeah yeah green arrow tv had to be like yeah can we There's... talk about how stupid this guy is? Because I just need to talk about it. Like, like, why do we care? I why don't... do you care? Like, why do you care, man? It's oh, all right. So every here's what here's was the situation for any of you Arrow fans who are not on the Twitters mm. today. It was Arrow's anniversary of their pilot episode, otherwise known as the Arrow anniversary of when the show started. So it's nine years of Arrows. So everyone was tweeting out nine years of Arrow. Oh, and they were tweeting out you know, pictures of what they loved about the show and talked about what they loved about the show. So for the Elicity fandom, that's Elicity and And that OTA. um, OTA. And those were the only actors and characters that were addressed in the majority of their tweets, which that's okay. That's what you like. You're allowed to have a preference. You're allowed to have a preference. So this dinklehead, because (laughs) I can't even, if he, okay, if he could just make logical sense, I, it's like I could I could stay with you if anything come out of your mouth sound remotely like intelligent and made any sense whatsoever, but it absolutely doesn't. So he tweeted out, it's so funny. I'm going it to read so it. It was so passive aggressive. Because it was so hilarious. Okay. Green Arrow TV. All right, Craig, what do you got to say? The original cast of Arrow from the pilot aired 10 10 12. Let's not disrespect the originals, not pictured Susan Thompson and Paul Blackthorne. And what he posted was a picture of the Arrow season one posters. So they had Thea, Diggle, Oliver, Tommy, and Laurel. So, so what he thinks we're celebrating is just the pilot. The pilot. Yeah. Which I said is pretty much like only inviting people who were at your birth to your birthday party <laughs> correct doesn't make any sense i'm like no it's the totality of the experience that's what an anniversary is like 
here's like here's wedding, here's anniversary or here's like my read into the psychology behind Craig. Craig, if you don't know his name, his name is Craig. <laughs> here's, here's here's my read on it. That side of the fandom is really and has always been upset that the the more vocal and large larger representation of the Arrow fandom are Elicity and OTA fans. And they hate that this larger and more vocal portion of the fandom, the majority of what they talk about is Elicity and OTA. They it drives them like batshit. Exactly. Just, they don't like, like that a we raw don't nerve. talk about Laurel or whatever else, it, you know? Yeah, it's a raw nerve that... And, like, I just... They cannot accept under any circumstances... That Katie Cassidy lost the lead role. They can't. They 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 have it in their minds that it was stolen. That it was by stolen. who? No. She's lucky. If she... anybody stole it, it was the people in charge, not Emily fucking Bet Ricard. No, they just told her to keep coming back and do the same thing that you're right. doing. So that's not the writers kept writing towards it. The network was saying more Felicity Smoke. They weren't saying more Laurel Lance. In fact, I'm pretty sure. If one had to imagine the conversation, that would be the opposite of they what said less, less Laurel Lance would be great. <laughs> a lot less. Maybe just kill her. <laughs> so yeah, I just I just thought it was really They're hilarious. just it just but him tweeting that. I know. And like you have it, it just from really Craig. exposes his bitterness. And insecurity. And he does this all the time. Because remember when we had when he had those Green Arrow, uh, the Arrow Awards? The awards, yeah. <laughs> and, like, he actually was like, I'm just retiring the Elicity category because they win every time for favorite couple. Yeah, the ship. Yeah. Yeah. And we're like, yeah. And it just, it drove him batshit. That or you could keep doing it and we'll keep winning. Pick, right. pick, pick one. It yeah. drove him batshit that Felicity Smoke won favorite female character every every year. In fact, I think he specifically tried to take her out for season eight. I bet she was probably a write-in. <laughs> I think he, he did take her out. Yeah. He did not allow write-ins, but she was favorite guest. And then favorite actress was Catherine McNamara. Okay. See, the Elicity baby even beat <laughs> Laurel Lance, which you know I feel like him even more insane. I feel like it's 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 stupid to be gatekeepy about what fans celebrate. Oh, and like he's pathological about it. Like his need to like control this and to control the narrative and control what people love about Arrow and to like I mean he's like he talks down to people like they're little children. Oh silly little you. You don't really understand this show. It's like I no, feel unclear. like when the show was first like gearing up to start and he began his website and his Twitter account and he's like I'm going to be Green Arrow TV. I'm going to be the voice of the fandom. Yes. It's going yes. to be great and it got it got away from him it so fast. Totally got away from him so fast because <laughs> everything he loved about the show bitter. Everybody else hated. Yeah. And I do. I do think I agree with that. I think this is like some deep seated, you know, it probably had to drive him nuts that Smoke and Arrow was probably a more popular website. At bigger least Twitter. For a while, yeah. Yeah, at least for a while on Tumblr and then her Twitter. Because that was she had a lot of followers and she was like on She it. was who you went for for Oh yeah. Absolutely. She she was like I know she lost interest in the show after a while, but yeah, that was that's where it was at. 
So, and yeah, it was an Elicity blog because, you know, and that's how, here's the thing. That's how all of these blogs got started because it was kind of a battle. I mean, I feel like the show was ramping up Felicity, but trying to find information and quotes and interviews. Well, I remember in season two, two years, it was like scant Felicity. Uh, I remember in season two when I went to like Wikipedia because I needed, I was looking for, for episode descriptions. Yeah. And where, not necessarily where they do the synopsis, but where they would describe what happened in the episode. Yeah. It would be like devoid of anything Felicity. Yeah. So, you know, and these I'm comic like, book I just, boys are why, raising this shit. Why can't you even admit that she exists? Are no, you they wouldn't even admit secure? that she was a character. <laughs> and I do. I feel like a lot of those, like, comic book resource, whatever, all of those major websites outside of, like, Entertainment Weekly and TV Line and all that kind of stuff. But they, I don't feel like, really picked up on Arrow until, like, second season. And then season three, they were like, okay, this is huge. Like, this is... And they, I feel like they started focusing on the Elicity side of stuff. But it was really difficult. Like, even when... Re- even reporters. Like, remember when it was, like, the season three um it was the tcas and yeah they like kept asking about laurel as a love interest and steve had to say like four times she's not well yeah and and at sdc i was thinking about when it was kind of like during the mid-season break in season three and he was talking about his relationship with felicity and the Reporter was like, "What about Laurel? I just feel like she's the love of his life." And Steve's face—that was my. This is like, if you ever want to point to my fate, favorite all time, uh, Stephen Amell interview. <laughs> he was like that one. His face was literally saying, "What show what are you the watching? Fuck, are you on?" <laughs> it just drops into like misery. He's like, "No." And then, oh, I was working for TV Fanatic. I was writing for TV Fanatic. And I remember that my boss, my editor, was super nasty. She was one of the big time Laurel fans. She was a huge Laurel fan. And she was crazy rude to Emily Bett Ricards at a... um, SDCC. SDCC. Like crazy rude. Just nasty. I remember seeing what she said. And I was like trying, I honestly was trying to hold on to that job just because I was like, maybe she'll give me arrow reviews and then I can, but no, because it was a popular show. She was holding on to that like with her death grip. And then um, I was writing reviews for like Teen Wolf. I stayed up till like three o'clock in the morning to write Teen Wolf reviews. And my husband was like, listen, I can support the staying up till three o'clock in the morning with arrow because you love it and you're obsessed with it and it's fine. But Teen Wolf, are you really in love with Teen Wolf? I'm like, no, I'm so tired. I just want to go to bed. He's like, quit this job. This is stupid. <laughs> like, okay. So, yeah. I mean, it was – and I feel like that's why it got to be so big on Tumblr is because people were like, well, fuck this shit. I'm not finding content, nope. so I'm going to create it. That's and then they got the pissed that we were on Tumblr and Twitter talking about Elicity. And it's like, well, you won't. You won't. And why we're not jumping into your lane. You know what I mean? Like, that was the other well, thing. And that's then, the thing. Nobody is telling Craig at all that they can't celebrate the anniversary by the highlighting the characters and relationships that they like the most. Nobody said Nobody that. Nobody said that. You don't have You're to admonish. You're trying to tell all of us how we're supposed to celebrate. Let's it. not like, disrespect the originals. First of all. I will disrespect them all day long if I want to as a fan of this show. 
is an original cast member. She missed two fucking episodes. Two. And she <laughs> clocked more episodes than any other female cast member. And that was including missing an entire season. I will have you season. know. I will have you know that most shows consider original characters as characters that showed up in the first season. Absolutely. In That's fact, exactly I saw, how it goes. I saw in fact, I saw a BuzzFeed article recently that talked about like characters who stole the show. Yeah. Who came in later and stole the show. Yeah. And not a single one was about characters who were in season one. They were all season two or later. Right. Because I was like, why season. is Felicity on this list? And then right. I went and I read back and I'm like, oh, because first she was considered an original character. Right. So I just don't go that's off, why we call it original team arrow. Like this whole nonsense that they love that Laurel was part of was Laurel was really original team. Remember they like to make that yes. argument? Oh, it's, it's insane. The dumbest it's dancing. so beyond delusional. It's actually funny to watch them do these. So it's like, yeah, like okay, for example, a lot of Arrow fans were tweeting just pictures of OTA and just pictures of Elicity. I didn't. I included one of like uh, a picture of all my favorite cast members because i liked more than just that show or just, i did uh, not i just yeah. did OT. you just liked oh yep you just liked your ot and Lizzie. and well we're... it's like at the time did i like more than just them yes but now that it's over now and it's done, done. Right. when i want to remember the show i want to remember the things that i loved the most and the well, things I love yeah. the most are Elicity and OTA, and I'm not going to feel bad about that. Yeah, so I actually found a picture that included, that incorporated most of the characters that I enjoyed. I was like, well, this is a rarity. Because, like, inevitably, Laurel notwithstanding. And it's fine! Like, I was like, God, I spent enough hours writing about all these characters, I might as well throw a picture of them up there. You know what I mean? Like, I... Ugh. So, and, like, that was, like, nobody was saying to me, Jen... Why are you posting this picture? Why aren't you just posting an OTA or a Lissy picture? Literally nobody. Nobody. Everyone was like, cool, no, Jen, The only awesome. deep, asshole was Craig. Yeah. It was, like, insane. He's crazy. And I'm just tired of us, of people pretending like he is. Here's the other thing with him. He likes to pretend he's this um, unbiased Journalist. Oh, he's so fucking biased. I'm like, dude, you're not a journalist. You run a fan site. I'm glad that you've got a dot com address instead of a Tumblr address, but it's a Tumblr website. That's all it really is. You are a fan. And as such, you have a biased response to the show. I never and pretended. It's okay to have yes, a biased have response. at it, buddy. Just stop pretending otherwise. Like, I never once pretended like I am completely unbiased and looking at this show from a perspective that's completely neutral. Give me a break. I just, I feel like this is a warning to him for next year because next year is going to be the 10 year. Oh, we're going to go nuts. That anybody is going to play along with what he thinks is appropriate and not appropriate. I've got news, buddy. They're not. Can I tell you how much I love Catherine McNamara? She's a lovely creature. Because she tweeted, happy birthday to Mia Smoke. Oh. And it was cute and had pictures of her by her trailer and picture of baby uh, Mia, Bam Bam's kid, and a picture of her with Steven and a picture of her with Emily. And it was oh. fantastic. And I just, lovely. I love them. I love her. She's very considerate like that. And she's smart. This chick's a savvy businesswoman. She keeps the Shadowhunters connection going and she keeps the Arrow connection going. Like, yep, that's how you work. That's how you work those. I, I honestly don't understand where she finds the time to tweet. 
and Instagram. The kid is like constantly having her photo taken in these gorgeous cover photo shoots that look straight out of Vogue. And she always has like the perfect little tweet every day. I'm like, you should have majored in marketing kid because you're really good at it. But she majored <laughs> in I think finance because she's really freaking smart. So anyways, side item. Um, did you end up watching marriage uh, scenes from a marriage? No, not yet. <sighs> Dude. If you and Kyle want to feel good about the stability of your marriage, watch that show. <laughs> You're going to come away from it feeling, you know what? Oh, there's so many dysfunctional people. Let me oh, tell you what. Oh my gosh. It was I crazy can't watch Succession without being like, I hate these people. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I felt when I was watching Scandal. I was like, these are terrible, terrible people. I don't know why Succession and the fact that they're all very awful doesn't bother me more. Maybe it bothers more... me so. I know. Much. I was like, because like normally that would be something that bothers me, but yeah, no, I'm just kind of like you know, it's fine. They it's were interviewing. Not fine. They were. They, they were interviewing Kieran Culkin, and he said that he knew it was going to be a huge hit because someone saw him on the street in New York and yelled "fuck you." <laughs> That's and that, it's just. Uh, they're all the repulsive. The repulsive people yeah they're they're repulsive people i feel like you're not gonna make it through this show i feel like you're gonna get through season three and you're gonna be like no i'm done they're just so horrible yeah i mean it doesn't really make you well what other show i was watching a documentary on on the actual drug crisis on oxycontin and how just blatantly illegal the sackler family just the criminal acts that they went through to get I these drugs. I think I watched that. Oh too. my god, it's a horror show. And I fa- in fact, they they created a Hulu show on it. Um, something called like dope. Oh, dope. I sick. just I the more I watch Succession, the more I think we should not allow billionaires. To <laughs> like, there is such a thing as having too much fucking money, and I, people have too much fucking. That money. was what I actually said to my mom as we're watching this bio on the Sackler family and they are getting pulled into criminal complaints and like they're still trying to to hawk more of this oxycotton like they'd made what 14 billion on it to that point why aren't you just pulling it from the shelves because you need they want more billions i'm like 14 billion is going to last your great grandchildren a lifetime it's just, it's unconscionable. It's just like, there is, like, you know, there's there is passage. There is no goodness in anybody. When Jesus is telling, well, I don't go that far, but when Jesus is telling you it's really hard to get into the kingdom of heaven when you're super rich, pay attention That's to that. That's what he means, though. That's because what he means, to though. To be super rich, you don't have any goodness in you. Well, it's like, if you're holding on to all of that money and you're not, I feel like. But that's, that's but see, why like, they have so much, because they're not. Well, the other they're thing they're not is, like, doing too... anything good with it. They're just that's the other thing. Like, they're like and being terrible. And if they, they aren't holding on to it, they're using it to do terrible shit. And it's just like, no, I hate no. it. I well, hate it or, so much. Or whatever charitable contributions they're making is just a cover to keep the dirty shit that they're doing behind the scenes a secret. It's just repulsive. I'm like, no, that's not cool. It's repulsive. So yeah, I had a lot, I feel you. I had a lot of like, I had enough of a lot of shady billionaires this week. I was like, you know what? 
No. I sat down to watch the dope sit because it's got Michael Keaton and I love him. I love him so much, but I just was like, I don't think I'm mentally here to do it. I might revisit it later. And I'm going to revisit to see if I'm going to see if my spouse will watch um, the Midnight Mass. Yes. Thing. I actually that article you sent me was very good. Kelly sent me usually like, literally it was our last week. What we were talking about was should Catholics watch this? And I thought they actually. I was surprised that there's literally an article. Should yeah, Catholics I was like, girl, we like, talked about this. Well, I like what the nun said. The nun was like, like there's two essentially. Like she was like, and I was not surprised because this is what most Hollywood stuff does with Catholics. So she's like, it really just, in terms of like the priest's theology, it stops short of acknowledging that, you know, redemption without Jesus Christ is not possible. Like they always stop short of Jesus. And she's like, so when you leave that kind of part out, you're really missing. It's like the big bang conclusion end game totality of it. And then the other point was, you know, sometimes this stuff is very entertaining and it's great. If it brings you closer to God, that's great. If it brings you further away from God, maybe not so great. And you just have to determine what kind of impact it's having on you. Yeah. But I don't I don't think like that alone. Um, and it's not really scary. I was like, I was more tweaking out about like as they were exp- like describing it, like it was going to be really scary. And I was like, I don't want to be really scared. You're like like you watched Buffy and Angel. You can watch this. Fair. I survived Buffy season six. Nothing scary. You watched Vampire. Like, there's, yeah, every now and then there's like a mild jump scare. But oh, like, yeah, those shows weren't scary. But like, just a lot not, of vampires having not, sex. It's not scary. Okay, so I was on the Twitters yesterday, and you know, I do my Twitter show in my Twitter shows. Twitter shows. Twitter yeah. shows. And I noticed like some casual conversation happening over Nancy Drew. But it's on the CW. And oh, fuck I no. Just, I just, <laughs> I just, but they're like, it's okay that it's on the CW because it's really good. It's good no, the CW. it's and not. I'm like, it's not I'm like, really good. But maybe. So no, I feel like I'm not. just going to casually to all those people who are suggesting it. I have slotted it to the back of my mind. I feel like I am still too emotionally damaged from Julie Plex circa 2012 and 2013. Here's 14. my thing. Even if and Drew was on like ABC, I still wouldn't because it's a teenage show. I feel like I'm getting too old. I can't the do thing. these teenage shows. That's I'm why I don't have do a little bit of a hard time. I mean, guys, no, I'm turning forty, and they look like sixteen-year-olds, which well, is only two a... years older than my daughter. Okay, so like over on TikTok, there's book talk. And then there's like spicy book talk, which is basically like romance novels that have sex in them. Yeah. And everybody talks about them. And there's also like, there's different factions of book talk. There's like sci-fi fantasy TikTok. There's YA fantasy TikTok. There's like all this stuff. And a lot of people, I finally found the people on, on spicy book talk who are like, you know what? I love a good spicy book, but if it's got teenagers in it, I'm out. I can't yeah. read that shit. Yeah. And I'm like, thank you. Somebody finally said it because everybody keeps on like, oh my gosh, this book is so spicy. It's great. And like, I'll, like, I'll be like, oh, I'll go check it out. And then I, I look and I'm like, they're in fucking high school. 
Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I can't do and that. And I don't have a problem because God knows I have liked my fair share of high school shows when I was right, not right. a high schooler. So, like, it's fine if you like it. I just am it's starting to you like feel. It, but I feel like I've reached the point where I'm like, I can't. Maybe I you can't don't not. like it anymore. Yeah. I'm having, I, I have yet to watch Nancy Drew. I'm probably going to watch the pilot, but like, I just am kind of like, I don't know, man. And the CW has hurt me. Well, the CW, it's, I don't feel like the CW has hurt me because I got what I needed from the CW. <laughs> That's fair. That's a good way of looking I at it, though. I went to the CW and I said, I would like this. And they're like, and they're like you here's go. a platter. And I'm like, thank you. And then I left. You Serve. Know? <laughs> Serve warm and on sterling silver. Just the way you like it. I just did <laughs> So I don't have trauma for the CW, but I also I recognize that like. But the you CW... only really watch. But you only watched Arrow. Exactly. So yeah. I See, recognize that the if CW you only right, if you kind only... of does a certain kind of show. Yeah, if you only watched Arrow, I agree that there isn't a lot of trauma there to be mined. But the like people like my sick ass watched a shit ton of shows on that network. <laughs> And yeah. it damaged me emotionally. Yeah. Like, it's just not okay what they did to my Stefan. I'm pretty uncool with what they did to Elijah. I'm really pissed off about, I mean, I even have issues with WB. I mean, this goes back, man. This goes way back. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I, I feel like I don't have the interest for putting up with CW drama. It's not even just like. Well, see, that's why I'm encouraged because it sounded like the way they were talking and and piqued my interest because they said it's not typical CW drama. But we'll see. Like, my I, well, How many watching... seasons have there been? I think there's only one. There's see. One, two. Just wait. <laughs> It'll get there. Let he said get the same thing about Arrow and then Everything Arrow went Everything looks great there, so. in season two, but come talk five and we'll see how you're doing. Exactly. I'm like, yeah, okay. Just wait. It is hard with network television. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like streaming services is just it's just it's just less. Streaming services have better shows. Listen, I am am enjoying New Amsterdam, but at the same time, I'm like, this is such a fucking network procedural. Oh, it's so I feel like no, like I've I've decided that I'm not going to get invested. But I'm like, even if I was like going like okay to being invested, that I wouldn't want to because I don't trust the network procedural blueprint. You know, oh. like. They've been mining this whole Olivia Benson and Stabler situation because now Stabler's back and he's got his own show. So they're, and his wife is dead and they're making it seem like Olivia and Stabler are going to happen. And it's just, it's the same trolling they did when they were on SBU together. Like they're never going to do it. It's because never gonna then, happen. then they, they, they don't have anything else to hold over people. Yeah, for. they basically were just like, oh, this is the big episode in which, because I just, it's a Twitter show for me. And I, every time I see it, I'm like, yeah, they're just, this is, this reminds me, I actually vowed not to, I stopped watching Suits. And I said, I'm not watching Suits ever again, unless Donna and Harvey happen. Because I'm sick to death of them. Like, it, it wasn't even teasing it. It's like trolling the fandom and just being like, it's, it was just blatantly ridiculous. You know and what I, I mean? I have no time or patience for trolls. No, I'm just like, listen, man, Mm-mm. I have shit to do. There's laundry. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. And then literally once, like, I watched the episode where they had sex. There's, like, an entire year and a half, maybe two seasons I didn't watch. I'm like, fuck this shit. So, 
yeah, I feel like SVU, my husband and I were like super into it. We loved SVU, but then it got draining because it's, 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 I mean, it's about rape uh, constantly. So that gets a little rough psychology wise speaking. But then the flip side was that they just kept constantly teasing this whole romantic relationship with Stabler and Benson and nothing ever happened. So he left and I guess he wrote her a letter and it turns out the letter, his wife wrote it. Like all the stuff that he said was his wife saying it. And then at the very end. What he, was in this letter? Yeah. I'm going to tell you because it was like, hang on, Steve. I'm going to Google it because it was very. Okay. Stabler's letter to Olivia. There you go. Okay. So it says last season he gave her a letter and so he said okay so they ne- he said i never talked about what happened i didn't write the letter so he was kind of like high at the time so it seems his wife kathy dictated the letter from her hospital bed right before dying like tr- like seriously okay wow. that's weird that's weird okay so it wasn't exactly true to Staver's feelings so she Liz rattled off points because that's like their points that she was really hurt by that what we were to each other was never real and that we got in the way of each other being who and where we needed to be. What? And if, if, if there was a man in my life who should be the kind and faithful and devoted man I deserved. So those weren't Stabler's words. Those were all his wife's. So like, does that not point to the fact that Kathy was like, hi, emotional affair happening between the two of you. Let's deal with it before I die. So fucked up. So, and then Stabler, as he's mailing the letter to Olivia, writes in a little, one sentence. He puts in one sentence. But in a parallel universe, it will always be you and I. I slipped that in there before sealing the envelope. What does that mean? But like... That's so, that's so trolly. Thank you. Welcome to the bullshit of the SVU, whatever, law and order, procedural. No. So trolly. I ain't watching no shit like that. Fuck that. I ain't watching Stabler's show. Because that's what they do. They put it on Stabler's show. And then Olivia comes over. And then we're going to talk about the letter. And then they kind of like half hug. And it's romantic. And then Olivia leaves his ass because he's whatever. I like, oh my God, I can't deal with this. It's just like, I don't know, maybe for some people, I'm not going to say that for some people, that's not like their idea of like perfect entertainment. I know. I, they that's love the trolling. If that's I know. You. They don't consider it trolling, but I that ain't, that ain't, that ain't me though. I, that's, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. Do that. don't do that to me. Well, and the other thing is like, okay, this is what also drives me nuts. Like, so what's his name refused to come back to SVU because he, the reason why he quit was because of money. Let's just call a spade a spade. So. They weren't going to pay him as, as much. And he was like, no, I don't want to do this anymore. So he agreed to like come back and do more. Like his show is more, it's less procedural. And there's, it's like, it's an ongoing case. Um, so he's not going to come back to SVU. But what drives me batshit is they have other cop, lawyer, two cop partners, cop and lawyer partners, whatever. They have them get together all the time. But no. Not Olivia and, Be- and Stabler. That can't happen. Because they're afraid. They're afraid if they actually have the fan favorite couple get together after, I don't know, 20 fucking years. That well, and then people they aren't going to watch that it the anymore. The side couples are going to like make them happy. 
Right. Or we'll, or we'll, we'll just give you this rando who's been on the show like, for no, two years. I'm like, no, that's not how that works. Not, don't give me jello when I'm looking for creme brulee, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Thank you for the nice My Best Friend's Wedding reference. Yeah, I want my chocolate mousse. Hand it over. And they're not going to give me my chocolate mousse, so fuck you. That's pretty much where I'm at. It's just, it's like, okay, like on New Amsterdam, am I going to be consoled about Sharpwood not being together by watching Lauren and Layla together? No, I'm not. No. Give me my sharp win or go fuck yourself. I can say honestly, <laughs> I really don't care about any of those relationships. No! Truthfully, don't give a I, shit. I really don't care either. It's fine. Anybody listening, if you do, if you like, no, like, no, no offense. No, if you like Floyd and Lynn, that's great. Oh, you if love you like that. Iggy that's awesome. And his husband, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Great. Right. Like, go off on your bad self. That's wonderful. We're me, just not there I don't yet. Care. We're in I it for the shit. I think this is the most show. That I'm actually watching because mostly if I'm just in it for the ship, I just watch it on the Twitters and the YouTubes. But this is like the I can't do that because then I forget. Oh, well, see, I don't need to know like I don't need to know like order. Like I just get the same. I'm like, yeah, this looks familiar. Oh, okay, cool. Like I, I, I'll see Buzz happen on the Twitters and then it'll pop up on YouTube and I'm watching. I don't need. I don't really care about context. That's weird. I don't yeah, I know. I, like, I, they could I, literally be breaking up and I have no idea what the fight's over and yet I'm riveted. riveted like, I, I, I hate having to even open up YouTube. <laughs> well, TikTok <laughs> owns your ass now. It does. So that's it part so of owns it. my ass. You've it's totally cheated on YouTube with TikTok. So that's like, I, that would assume I was in a relationship with YouTube to begin with. Right. I, why is Clint Eastwood trending? Do you get scared whenever you see Hollywood No, I want that little dead? bitch to die. Is he dead yet? Okay, my parents um, just watched his latest movie. I hated it so bad. Oh my god, they hated it so much. Oh my First god, off, I love your parents. Oh yeah, my mom was like, that was some bullshit if I ever saw it. <laughs> Kyle like, and I watched that and we were like, when it was over, we like looked at each other and we're like, what the, the fuck was that? My mom was like, he said like nine words. Well, and also, he gives himself a relationship yes! with him. Like, well, that was what I asked her. Like, I was like, she would look twice in his crusty old ass. I know. I was like, did they give him a chick? And she's and I was like, was she in I was like, I guess. Did they like, give him she... a chick? You know he made it, right? Right. I was like. Fucking Clint Eastwood. I was like, well, did she, was she in her 50s? <laughs> Or at least were we ballparking around the 50s? I mean, like, like mm, maybe upper 40s. Maybe <laughs> upper 40s. And he's 90, y'all. He's, he's ridiculous. He, and he looked it in this movie. Oh, he looks awful. He so, looked no. absolutely 90 years old. My mom was like, Clint Eastwood needs to hang up the hat. Like, he's and done. every movie of his lately, it's, he's doing the same character. Like, it's don't basically you have, the does same he not guy. have anything else? Like, you're 90 years old. You don't have enough money. God knows he's made enough children. He had a just kid when he was like 80. Stop. Just, just stop, stop it. Uh, also, can we just nuts. be honest that I'm sorry, but can we just, girls, can we have some standards? That, like, the 90 year old skeleton man, maybe we don't need to sleep with him. I'm just saying. Like, Who is actually sleeping? I thought he was married to that gal from. I can't remember if he's married or not. He like back in the son. olden days when he wasn't 90 fucking years old, he married this gal that was like a local news anchor in the Bay Area. Oh, he's know, had right. like three wives. I mean, it's Clint Eastwood. Well, I know, wives. but this was like in the 90s. Oh, <laughs> Jesus, that's like 40 years ago. <laughs> <Shut up! laughs> oh my God. 
God. We're not friends anymore. I just told you. Oh, is Clint Eastwood married? How many wives has he had? Let's do that one. Oh, God. That looks why fun. Did you ever find out why he was trending? No. No. Oh. I got distracted. Okay. <laughs> I'm, like, looking myself. And I'm, like, I'm not seeing anything. I'm not seeing anything. I think it was just random. I don't know. He did something. <laughs> if, guys, y'all, it's like some people are just discovering that he's a Republican. Maybe. Like, they, maybe are guys. you kidding me? How how can you not oh, know that? How much of a hole have you been your whole life? <laughs> that's, tell ya. that's called living under a rock in the deepest hole in the right. earth's crest. Okay, like, so I'm counting first marriage, Maggie Johnson. 1953. Christ. Um, how old is he? He's 90. And then, let's see, he started a long-lasting affair. We didn't marry this one, but I guess we're counting her. In 1955, where he had a kid with her in 1960. So he was married for a whole two years before he cheated. Got it. Yep, solid, dude. Uh, oh, this is a fun kicker. Then the 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 daughter we had with the, with the mistress, we kept her a secret until 1989. And then... <sighs> Yeah, she didn't know her kid, her her father was till eighty nine, and he finally decided to bring her to her premiere in twenty eighteen. Wow, Ugh. father of the year here, guys. Um, Roxanne. Uh, okay, Clint's wife Maggie had no idea he had a second child outside their marriage. Well, I mean that's some commitment to. Um, let's see, uh, Maggie. Okay, Sandra Locke. No. Oh my god, are we just going through all of his girlfriends? This is going to take 700 years. Fuck this shit. I'm going to go to IMDb. That'll have something. I just want a list. Just give me a list, man. I don't even know who every chick he slept with and had. I forget the name of the anchor lady. He has but eight like, once children. You read it, I'm going to recognize it. I just searched Clint Eastwood on, on Twitter, and the first result that comes up is Clint Eastwood racist. And I'm like, <laughs> of course he is. I mean, <laughs> where have you been? He was born in 1930. Jesus Christ. I feel like there's a really high chance if you're white and born in 1930, you're going to probably be real racist. Oh. <laughs> Just, you know. Um, yeah, I can't get a straight answer about how many freaking wives he has. So that all that really says to me is he had a shit ton of wives. So, you know, the one who's the hottest, though, is the one. But yeah. Oh, here you go. Marrying okay, so he married his second wife. Okay, so maybe he's only been married twice. Um, nope. He was married to Dinah Eastwood. I think that's the one that was the she was the um yep, she was the TV news anchor, Dinah Eastwood. Dinah? Well, Dinah wasn't Eastwood when she was an anchor. I know. Well, they're calling her Dinah Eastwood now in this article. That doesn't sound right. Uh it's just a lot. I just when did too- he marry her? Oh my god. In 1996. Okay, that, that tracks. Um, 83 he was when he got a divorce. Fuck. Okay, so he married a right, quick quit hit list. This is what I'm looking for. Maggie Johnson, 1953. Uh, separated in 1964. <laughs> during a reunion. Then they got back together. And then they officially divorced in 1984. Then... Are we, I don't feel like I'm counting... Uh, nope. Then he was just in a long-term relationship with somebody. Uh, 
still married. I don't understand. This is so complicated. It's literally five paragraphs of a quick list of all his chicks. I'm done. <sighs> well, I mean, all I can find like, on no Twitter more. is stuff from like three days ago where conservatives are bitching about liberals trying to cancel Clint Eastwood. And I'm like, does the man even care if he gets canceled? He's what? 90 years old. Just relax. What? If, if somebody just says, you know what, I don't want to be a fan of somebody for, anymore. That's fine. Then just Part- let them not be a fan. And if Part- other people chime in and say, I agree, I don't want to be a fan either. Maybe it's just not canceling. Maybe it's just a bunch of people. We just don't like, like, you know We're what? no longer purchasing the product they I'm are not, offering. I'm not doing it's like saying, anymore. I don't like Thank Diet you. Coke anymore. That's really what it boils down to. Like, you know what? what? Another thing that I find that's really interesting that's happening hmm. is the One Tree Hill podcast with the actresses from the show. They're catching a lot of shit now from fans because they're calling out like toxic behavior that was on the show. Like, you know, the fact that Lucas cheated on Brooke with Peyton. And, like, I mean, that is pretty, that's pretty, pretty toxic. And like, he, like, here's the deal. Cause they're like, they're really ragging on Lucas and everybody's like, Oh, it's just cause you know, they don't like Chad. I'm like, I actually don't think it has anything to do with Chad Michael Murray. Although from what I hear, he's not a real prize, but <laughs> like to me, it's like you're missing the whole point of season one and the whole point of season one is lucas becomes somebody he doesn't like that's the whole point he's not the hero of the story in the first season it's about him developing into the hero of the story for later seasons until they fire his ass so i just it was just like calling out bad behavior and saying you don't like something is not it's not like ragging on a character it's just simply acknowledging that the character is not perfect and the character does not need to be perfect for you to continue to like them in scene. Oh, wait. Is, uh, is Adele open yet? Is Adele? Is Adele? It's, it's going up. Like, when's midnight in the UK? That's when it's going up. Okay, so the Easy on Me premiered 39 minutes ago. Ah, fucking hell. It's We've on YouTube. we here bitching this whole thing's been playing I know. this whole time. I would, I'm turning it up. I'm turning it up. Shit, I can't turn it up because it's all plugged into my... Screw that. No, I can't. What it... Uh, I can't hear... <sighs> Okay. Right now she's walking to a window with an insult. Well, like don't just things. narrate it to I me. Can, I can't. <laughs> All right. I got to switch. Okay. I, this, is, this is a lot of technology for me. And you know I'm really bad at that. Okay. That will be finish it up so I can go listen to her. All right. I think that's a better plan. You're like, yeah, Adele's open. Go stream go. Adele. Woo. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We're going to bail on you to go listen to Adele. And then we'll talk about Adele next week (laughs) (laughs) you're like what happened to jen and kelly they just hung up on each other so they could listen to adele yeah basically i mean listen (laughs) our friendship can withstand a lot of things but it can't withstand not listening to adele it's just how that goes adele and t swizzle taylor swift these are like we worship at their altars so it's fine correct all right we'll talk next week bye bye next week subscribe to watch over on itunes or google play and look us up on twitter and tumblr 
Bye. Bye.